Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in 97.7 The Edge on a Friday, a little football Friday. Big weekend here in uh, the south, the state of Louisiana, and pretty much all over the free world. With exception of North Korea, they don't get football. No wonder the little dude's mad and angry all the time and hangs out with Dennis Rodman. But don't, don't blame him. Don't, you know, I would be mad, too, if I didn't get football. You know, that would be the solve all the problems, Jamie. Yes. Is we send him, I don't know, maybe, uh, how about the Cleveland Browns? Would, would give North Korea the Cleveland Browns and call it a day? Because as bad as they are, it's better than anything they got. No, so, I'd say we give them the Jets. Some people would give them the Saints. Right now, there are a lot of people that would give them the Saints. And... I don't know what would what would make the world better. Would he does he need a trip or two to I don't know your favorite hangout Hooters or or one of these places where he could get I mean I don't know what's wrong with this little man he he's about my height isn't he Yes he's an elf and and it's, if it's humanly possible he's got a worse haircut than I do and he is he, rounder than he is tall Yes he's like a bowling ball Yes yes circumference wise he's just it's you know. It apparently gets you Chancellor. There's a guy named Ronnie Green. He said that I-Corps efforts have not translated into on-field importance. Now, here's the cool thing about I-Corps. Uh, they had a guy, you LSU fans might remember, a guy named Bo Pelini that was the architect of the defense and I think Saban's national championship at LSU. Am I correct? It was Jimbo Fisher and Pelini. Bo Pelini takes the job in Nebraska, and he was fired for not doing well. Now, are we talking how... Charlie strong proportions and just being, just not being very good. Are we talking less? But what are we talking? Well, we're talking uh, a sixty-seven and twenty-seven record at Nebraska was not good enough for Icorse, who, by the way, uh, came in two thousand twelve to Nebraska and fired the guy in two thousand fourteen. So he's there a year and a half with him. And, oh, by the way, did I mention Icorse didn't hire Bo Pelini? How many times, Jamie, going back to when I started with ESPN, have we talked about any time you have a change in a college president and an athletic director, you can bet in, in most circumstances football and basketball changes are coming and possibly other sports as well. But football and men's basketball, you can bet your bottom dollar. Now, there are exceptions such as Duke and Alabama and football, you know, there are some exceptions to that, but in a general rule, ADs and presidents want to bring in their own people. And the cool thing about uh, being an AD like Mr. Eichhorst, you are accountable for your decision-making process. You brought in Mike Riley, hasn't done so well. You just signed a million-and-a-half-dollar check to Northern Illinois. They just whipped your buhonkas, took your money, took the win, and left. And now Eichhorst uh, is without employment. And which brings me to the 15th highest paid athletic director in America, uh, everybody's favorite in Louisiana, your buddy Joe Oliva, just under a million dollars a year, uh, number 15 in the country. After handling the Duke lacrosse case so well. Yeah, really? Yeah. So anyway, uh, I digress, but um, there's a multiplier effect going on here, Terry. I wouldn't really call it a multiplier effect, but I would call it a, 
a domino effect, perhaps. Sean, uh, mentioning Bo Bellini, very successful as a defensive coordinator at LSU. Uh, I think he left, uh, was parlayed that eventually into the Nebraska yep. head job. I think the problem with Bellini, though, uh, from what I understand here, wasn't necessarily his coaching ability or wins and losses. Uh, Bo didn't play well with others. Neither to say, neither to Belichick. Well, neither do a lot of these guys. If, if you want me to win, do you want me to be cordial to the, you know, there's point, a lot of things. Point taken. Okay. I mean, what do you want? But anyway, it is, it, it, it said he was, I thought he was relatively successful. Tom Osborne is not coming back. Think they, go, they think they trade for 67 and 27 right about, oh, I don't know, now? Right. Now let's address the hire, okay? Mike Riley, Alabama graduate, played football at Alabama, was pretty successful, was right at the cusp. I, I know he was close. He was interviewed for the Alabama job. I think he came darn close to getting it before Francione got it. Um, Well-respected, very well-liked on the West Coast, nice guy. The polar opposite personality-wise of Bo Pelini. Okay? And as you say, that's a lot of times when these hires and firings take place is you bring in someone polar opposite of the person you had in there before, which is what Nebraska did with Mike Riley. That all understand that all intents and purposes is a really nice guy. There happens to be someone, a young man on the Nebraska roster, by the name of Ben Miles, who was signed, was recruited by LSU, believe it or not, while his dad was there. I don't think they really made a big push for whatever reason, but anyway, Ben is at Nebraska. Maybe dad saw the handwriting on the wall. I don't know. Mike Riley is not is not tearing it up right now. I think he needs to be given more time, but we feel that way about most coaches. Um, if Mike Riley goes, could Les Miles land in Lincoln? Les so that's a lot of L's. Les Miles lands in Lincoln. I'm buying a Nebraska T-shirt. That I actually got a very good friend of mine that's a huge Nebraska guy. I need to call him this weekend because he's the guy who's got insight into that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Nebraska fan that day. And I'll tell you why. And before, yeah, I've already gotten two texts. Are you saying they shouldn't have fired Les Miles? What I'm telling you is this, at LSU. If you're going to make a move, fine. You make a move. The way, the shameful way. You're more upset about the way it was Joe Oliva right. handle that situation. Now, you look at Les Miles, and I know the Les Miles haters are out there. You know what? They might be harder to find if they drop this thing to Syracuse. And the way the point spread thing is diving, uh, Vegas is might be on to something here. However, that being said, the guy was nothing but class for LSU. Turned down Michigan several times, which is his home state where he played at. Where it, it, That is, he is Michigan. Most Schimbecks are the whole nine yards. Turned it down, showed loyalty to LSU. And for Joe Oliva and the group of snakes to handle that situation the way that they did, in an incredibly disrespectful they made Les Miles a national cult hero everybody, everywhere but Louisiana. And for them to handle that in such a way to publicly just go after the guy, like I, I've, got, see, I've got less than zero respect for Joe Oliva and the snakes that did that. If you want to fire the guy, you look at him, you say, you know what, it's been good, but we're going in a different direction. I think people would say, okay. I, I think, to me, that would be the way you handle that. But the snaky way that they did it, the, I, I mean, you couldn't, 
you couldn't come up with a more nefarious type of backroom dealing. And then on top of it, you hire one of his position coaches who, who's won two games, I think, in, in, a, in a head coaching position in the same conference 10 years ago, and you're stunned that you got beat by 30 by Mississippi State? Really? Okay. I mean, and I hope the guy, I hope Orgeron is successful. I do. All I'm telling you is, why is LSU fans stunned right now? I, I, why? Well, by the way, and I appreciate Sean calling me this morning, if you really want an insight into why LSU is where they are, of course, fans of other schools are going to go, well, you're making excuses. No, these are facts. Go to the Morning Advocate, Baton Rouge Morning Advocate, Reese Ross Dillinger's article. He breaks it down by position. Folks, LSU is so damn thin, they're one injury away from starting walk-ons at, at O-line. Now, whose fault is this? Blah, blah, blah. The prior administration. It, it's in venereal right now. Bush's fault. Could be. But because they are where they are right now, if you're delusional enough to think this team can win 9, 10, 11 games, God love you. Two weeks ago, we're, we're projecting a championship. That I'm, that I can be a never mind. Um, You're the starting center for the Pelicans. There you go. There's a lot of things. This is the man that that absolutely bungled the Duke lacrosse case, and to his, he got a lot of mixed signals from the LSU board of supervisors and Oliva's defense. But you, I agree, and that, but Terry, there's a lot of LSU fans that were very hurt, disappointed, angry at the way Les Miles was treated. Uh, I agree with, you know, most, most LSU fans think it was really Bush League how it was handled. But instead of making the change there, they made it as head coach. I would have, if I didn't fire him, I would have at least let him play out this year and give the man the year to finish it up. I know people say it wasn't wins and losses. Same thing at both, but we have, the reason we bring Nebraska into the equation right now is they're going through a lot of the same problems now. You know, they brought in a you know, a guy that really has a much better track record than Ed does, than Coach O does. He's got he won at Oregon State. You can win at O I'm telling you, Terry, you go eight and four at Oregon State, you're a you're a rock star. How about just hire somebody with a winning record? He did ever. He did have a winning record. No, not him. Horse right. Mike Rod oh. Well, because the guys with the winning record, and you and you panicked, the guys with the winning record weren't interested. That should be a that should be a signal to you, LSU fans, is that Tom Herman didn't want you. I'm going out with Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston. That's all I'm going out with. They both. But you no. should know this, and you end up with Aunt B from the Andy Griffith Show. But you should know this. This this hire. You should know this well. I mean, Jimbo Fisher. Honestly, let's just call it the way it is. Both of them used LSU. Now, whether Coach Miles should have been, and that's their prerogative. I mean, they, that, imagine this. Would you want to work for Joe Oliva in the Snakes down there? They're behind Les Miles' back negotiating with Fisher and all these other cats, and their agents, actually. And, it, Jamie, it's like having a girl, we're getting ready to go to break. It's like having a girlfriend. Well, if you and might, she cheats, no, no, no. She cheats on her last boyfriend with you, and now you're dating her. Do you think she's not going to cheat on you? Seriously? How much time do we have in this? We, we I, got can, about, I can address that. No, well, I'm going to give you a chance to address that. We're going to go ahead and take our break because I know we're going to get in on this one. i uh, got a bunch of texts in here. I will read Sean Williams. It goes back to our first as we go to break. Hey, you want to take over North Korea? Send them the Saints defense. They ain't stopping nobody. <laughs> 
you're listening to the Touche, Sean. Touche. Listen to Dr. Kevin Seventh Edge, Jamie Foxx, Terry Waldrop, uh, the LSU uh, reality show, hate show, whatever you want to call it, continues after the break. This segment sponsored by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. You'll see them on Tower Drive in Monroe Hotel, Jay and Company. You heard about it on The Edge. And, hey, I heard Bo Bellini, baby. 97-7. Back in a minute. And welcome back in 97-7, The Edge, Fox, Waldrop, Tabor, the Dream Team, or the Nightmare Team. Oliva, Felina, Oliva, Felina. Uh, we're we're going to have a great Italian Cajun restaurant there. There you go. Well, we know where maybe, somebody eats. And, or maybe a law firm. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, Richie uh, and Bienville, Joe Oliva may get the same treatment. Uh, we're talking about I-Course in the coming weeks. Karma. Richie, I would suggest to you this. If LSU loses to Syracuse tomorrow, Joe Oliva may be fired by Sunday. And how ironic would that be? Because here's what LSU fan Jamie Foxx, tell me if I'm wrong, and there's a bunch of other texts, you can text us, 888 Here's what they're going to need. They're going to need a scapegoat. Yeah. They're going to need somebody to blame, and you can't blame Bush, Obama. You can't blame uh, Les Miles. I guess you can't blame Les Miles. Uh, Orgeron is still semi-getting a pass. And so you look around and you go, okay, who hired the guy? Joe Oliva. You fired, you knew a year and a half in advance, you were going to fire Les Miles. You knew it. And so you have a year and a half, if not two years, to go through candidates, to have you a short list, to have you somebody there, because you did it early in the year. And the reason being, so we can open ourselves up to all the possible candidates. We're the first ones to have a job opening. Yeah, you do it after the fourth game of the season. Yeah, so well, you lose on the last second play. Yeah, fair enough. So that's what you're doing. And that's what you come up with when uh, Anderson, Jennifer Anderson and Angelina Jolie and Beyonce tell you, yeah, I don't think so. You come up with Aunt B from Mayberry and try to tell everybody, hey, Aunt B is who we wanted to hold. Have you seen the way she makes pies? I mean, seriously. Y'all, 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 y'all. Listen, there's also a little thing called money involved in that hire, too. Really? They couldn't afford statements? They couldn't afford Jennifer Anderson, is what you're telling yes, me? Yes, I'm telling you that. Oh, my God. Get, out, can't, of, get out of here. Wait a minute. That. Wait a minute. You're going to tell me they can go head-to-head with Texas and even Florida State? I'm not sure they yeah, can. Yeah, I think they can. This state is poor as – I mean, we can't even – We can't oh, Jamie. This they had $50 million. Well, we can act our way out of it, which no, we're trying to do. But This is the Tiger Athletic Foundation. Yes, I think they can. If they wanted Tom Herman about it, yeah, I think they can. Well, apparently they did not. But here's the other question. Do you want to work for or with Joe Oliva? Well, that may have been... I think that's a big factor. Sure, and that may be why all this happened the way it did. But at the same time, I, I, I think you've got to... I, I want to see how this plays out. I really do. Uh, because Not because he's a Louisiana guy or not because he talks like we do or not because he's... You know, let's just look at it from your angle. Let's say it becomes, like it was at Ole Miss, an abysmal failure. That will finally get LSU fans. And did Sean talk We're about talking Hindenburg here, Sean right? Sean brought this to me. You know, you, did you have to see Marcus and Spears' little rant? Yes, a fire explosion. Yeah. That's his alma mater he's talking about. And he's right. And it's his battery. Hear me out. He is right. But it doesn't have to stay that way. There's resources there 
that's not should. And I'm I'm totally agree with LSU fans. Yeah, I think you should temper your expectations this year. But there's no reason to believe that LSU can't be good or better than 500 in the SEC or one game better than 500. That's the telling sign to me is what they've done in the SEC. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You fired a guy whose last full season he was nine and three. Because it wasn't good enough. And let's face what's not good enough. He couldn't beat Alabama consistently enough for the fan base. Well, they did learn that lesson from firing Charlie McClendon for the same reason. So why would we expect they would believe it? immensely more successful than Charlie McClendon. I agree. It pains me to say that because I was a diehard. I still have the press kit from 1972 when Burt Jones threw the pass to Brad Davis in the end zone at the end of the game. When they got two plays in four seconds. Yeah. You got to like the home clock there, but I, I mean, I, I grew up at LSU. Just I still give you stats from back in the seventies because my dad uh, was a big, huge LSU. Look, no one is okay, but but here's my point, Jay. You fired a guy because he could, and maybe and that's a couple people. Hey, it was time for a change. Fair enough. Okay, I get that, but why? Because he couldn't beat Alabama. Okay, there's a lot of people not going to beat Alabama. Did you like being second in the SEC West? Did you like playing in a New Year's Day Bowl? Uh, because that's not what you're going to get any longer. Tell me another program in the country that has our programs, let's make it plural, okay, that has a shot at dethroning Alabama's reign right now. The SEC West or just Anywhere period? in the country. Ohio State? Yep. Michigan? Yep. Uh, Auburn? Possibly. Florida? Yep. USC? Yep. Uh, maybe Oklahoma. Florida State? Flor- yeah, Florida State. I'm sorry. What about uh, Clemson? Obviously, Clemson. But has it happened? No. no. Yes, it did last year, actually. Well, yeah, but but one second left in the game. And, and that's fair. That's a fair. And but yeah, it, which I, your point is this. Your point is there are a half a dozen programs in America right. that have a chance. And right now, LSU isn't one of them. No, they've lost six in a row to them. I mean, and yeah, they played their they played their butts off last year with a interim offensive coordinator. Florida, you know, we get a text on Florida. Florida could do could Florida do it? Yes. Currently, with Florida, no. Here's what we've got to come to the realization of: we are a state of maybe four million people. Yes, we probably had seven before Katrina, but that would be generous too. Okay. We've had the hell blown out of us with Katrina. We lost DJ. I mean, I could go on and on about athletes we lost. DJ Fluker being one of them, by the way. Okay. You can go on and on what that did to the talent base and the population and everything else. But here, that that's not an excuse. Those are facts. Here's the other problem. We should, we, LSU and Louisiana does, as far as, and this, these are the stats. There's more players in the NFL right now from LSU than even Alabama right now. Probably not by much, but it is what it is right now. Per capita, Louisiana produces more college football, D1 college football players than any other state per capita. That still doesn't make up for what you've got in Texas, Florida, California, and Georgia even. You've got a razor-thin line for error when you've got those kind of things working against you. You can't go out like a Florida can 
and, and you lose a kid to Alabama, and it multiplies. You, all you got to do, folks, don't take my word for it. Just pick up a Lindy's or an Athlon. Look at a damn roster. It'll tell you. Not only are these kids playing, they're starting or at least second string at Bama. Be realistic. This is where, and, and all these defections and academic problems, it is a fact. It's not an excuse. Now, whose fault is it? I don't know. Could it be the academic and whoever is in charge? Eventually, you're right, Terry. It all falls back on the head coach. You should know about that. I don't. But at the same time, would it have hurt? Even if you thought a change was needed, would it have hurt to let Les Miles play out his last year, even though everybody maybe have wanted a change? All we're saying is look at Nebraska. Has it really paid off for them? Look at other schools in the past. Tennessee, perfect example. Phil Fulmer. How's it worked out for them? Patience. You've got a chance right now. You need. I'm going to tell you something that's going to be very painful for all of us. LSU could win four ball games this year. They could go four and eight. They could go three and nine. They could go eight and four. Anything better than that, and you need to extend Orgeron's contract. Joe Oliva may be in Angola if that happens. Joe Oliva is on protection. Folks, it's the guy calling the shots above Ed. It's all you have to do is see the way. And listen, you don't want to wish anybody well, but this guy's got two strikes against him. The Duke lacrosse case and the way he handled the Les Miles fire. It was Look, right now, I don't know if you can put house money on Joe Oliva. If you are just looking on this on the outside, it was embarrassing the way that LSU handled that situation. Uh, and again, whether you think Les Miles should have been fired, whether you don't, that doesn't matter. The way that Louisiana State University handled that situation, Jamie Foxx, it, it, it makes you, it literally looks and makes like North Korea, the way they would do it. it it's an embarrassment to the state. It's an it embarrassment to the prestige and the reputation of Louisiana State University, the athletic program, the football program. It was embarrassing. It was. Uh, it was disrespectful. Uh, they had their sights set on uh, the, the, the darlings of college football or who they perceived to be. None of them would bite. And then all of a sudden, here's the reality you have to ask yourself. Yes, Joe Oliva is the AD. Uh, we had a text. You have to ask yourself this. Why did they turn it down? Is it delusional fan base? Is it not enough talent? Is it uh, you're in the conference with Alabama, you're in the division with Alabama? Is you don't think you can win? Is it Joe Oliva? Is it you don't like Cajun food? I mean, you know, look at all the possible reasons. And you asked a minute ago about Tom Herman and uh, Jimbo. Jimbo, can LSU give the same amount of money to their coach that Texas and Florida State can? The state of Louisiana cannot. The hierarchy at LSU and the Tiger Athletic Foundation, the people writing the checks to the booster club, yeah, I think they can. They had a $50 million package to buy out Les Miles and hire Jimbo Fisher. And the state was broke. And the state was broke. So, yes, I, I think they can. Now, whether they do and choose to do, is that a good optic to have, given the state's but, current But didn't Herman sign situation? for more than that with Texas? I, do you really think it was over a million dollars or so? Hey, no. 
Hell, he may have gotten fifty million dollars just to sign. He was a Texas. savior in the reuse of tech. He would he have been a savior at LSU right now? Probably perception wise, yeah. So like, he got housed in his first game, yeah, by Maryland. I mean, you got you got Texas fans throwing their tickets on the field against Maryland. Larry and Monroe, we're going to take a break. Out. I'm going to read two texts. We're going to come back and answer these texts. Larry, do you think LSU did the same as most people, and you can't get who you want, so you make a safe hire? Remember, that's how Les Miles was hired. He was a safe hire. The season just started. Coach O is one of the best recruiters in the business. Uh, good should come soon, we all hope. Fair enough. I, I, Larry, that's good. Uh, RJ, uh, how do you feel about having Dave Aranda as head coach if Orgeron doesn't work out? I, you know, who knows? I, all I can tell you is the past is the best indicator of the future. Do I hope Orgeron works? Yes. Here was the spin that Joe Oliva threw uh, at the media and LSU fans. Hey, I know we didn't get the guys we wanted, but we hired a guy that everybody likes. Uh, he's a rock star in Louisiana. He's a great recruiter. Nobody doubts that. He hasn't been successful as a head coach. But we had two superstar coordinators that were paying the most of anybody in America that's going to balance him out. That's the spin that they're making. Uh, we will see if that works out. I will also tell you, Jamie, that's the only spin that they could show. Yeah, that's the only angle that they could try to appease that fan base. And if you win, baby, you're good. If you don't, you open yourself up to tons of criticism. Just think, if we're at this time next week and they lose to Syracuse or play poorly, can you imagine the incendiary comments around that program? Well, don't, 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 uh, don't throw shade at Troy either. I mean, it's going to go bad to worse. Anyway, we're taking a break. You're listening to 97.7 The Edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor, the triangle of death, if you will. This segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Hey, whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back. Un momento, La Edge. Uh, 97.7. And welcome back in 97.7 The Edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, John Tabor running the Death Star for us today. You are welcome to reach out and text us. There's quite a few people. Jim, I can't explain how many texts we've been But we're grateful about the last two weeks. Yeah, it's, it's thank funny. you, thank you, thank you. They're, they're trying to like be bigger, smart uh, arses than we are. Uh, that, that would take some doing. Yeah, you got to get up early for that. But well, we admire your effort. We, really we do admire your effort. Shaw, Shaw has got the best word of the day so far. Yes. Uh, if I got a, ch- a choice to work with Joe Oliva or jump into a pit of poisonous snakes, I'm grabbing the anti-venom and telling Jamie, hold my beer and watch this. Again, Sean, uh, another winner. That was, that was uh, I, I think that's pretty apropos. Dave Aranda is head coach. Uh, uh, RJ, no. let me ask you a question. And I, I'm not saying no to it. I'm just saying, how many coordinators are they going to hire in the SEC? Seriously, how many coordinators are they going to hire as head coaches? And how is that working out for any? Can you tell me one situation where that's working out successfully? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I can't. Give me one. Uh, Florida, okay, Florida's been a two out of three championship game. But even McIlwain left to go to Colorado State to be a head coach. Yeah. And he came back and to that's, Florida. That's what I think Aranda will do. I think he'll maybe Utah State is alma mater, which might make a change. And if he's successful there, uh, and you can make the same argument for Matt Canada. Why wouldn't you make him the head coach or Dave Aranda? I, I, I like them both. Frankly, I hope they both stay, but right now. That's going to tell you a lot if they bail. It will. And it'll also tell you a lot 
if, you know, as far as, you know, if there's any changes on that coaching staff, because that means that, that if Orgeron isn't fired, which you can't do after one year, I wouldn't think. Then you against, can't this what? Is LSU. Hell, there you can talk about firing Matt Rule at Baylor, what he and that, that dumpster fire he, he inherited. So, yeah, anything can happen. Jamie, I've learned this about people, uh, especially in the, maybe the last two years more so than anything else, in, in the political just bizarre behavior that we have going on sort of exemplifies it all. People are crazy. Yeah, they are. There are no, there is no, you know, it's what have you done for me lately? No, it's what have you done for me yesterday, today? It's, it's nothing to do with it, uh, of any logic or, or reason. You know, they're trying to fire high school. Guy, uh, he went five and four in high school. Fire him. Fire, fire everybody. Everybody is a genius when it's, and are there times when you fire people? Yes, absolutely. I, I've, I've, I've taken jobs where people were fired. I've been fired. I've had to fire people. That, it, it's not the way in sports. Belichick was fired. Okay? Bill, Bill Belichick was canned. I mean, so was so Pete Carroll. It can happen. Yeah, Pete Carroll but, was fired. Uh, do it for the right reasons. Again, you want to talk about an optics look? LSU, the way that they handle, and, and I firmly believe this. I, with all my heart, I believe this. The way in which Joe Oliva and LSU handle the Les Miles deal. You know, look at what Mark Rick did in Georgia. God, that was terrible. Mark, no, no, no. Mark Rick, Georgia goes, you know what? We're just going to cut bait and we're done with it. They didn't string him out. They didn't try to beat him up in the media. They didn't try to gain public support. They cut it. You know, it's like a, a surgeon. It's just an amputation. Mark Rick went to Miami and he's done well ever since. Georgia got their Sabanite coordinator in there. We'll see how they do. But I respect the way that Georgia did it. They're just like, look, well, this isn't working. Wait a minute. We're done. Wait a minute. Rick wasn't wasn't vilified by the university, but certainly on social media and, and everywhere. Okay, else, we should pay attention to social media. That's why I think it'd have been better if you if you didn't cut bait with less after the you know after the year before where uh, F King Alexander meets him in the in the tunnel and says, Hey, by the way, you still got your job and less in typical fashion says, Fantastic. I love L S U the guy's been nothing but high road. That's why he you owed it to him to let him finish out. Even though you wanted change, you owed it to him to let him finish out that year. Same way, but I'm way I feel the same way with with uh, Orgeron if he loses to Syracuse this weekend. I want to fire the hot dog vendors. I want to fire everybody. You know, here, listen. Let a recruiting class come, recruiting classes plural, come through. I say. Okay, what did Orgeron last at Ole Miss? And granted, you know, he said he's he's his mistakes. Three years, he won ten games in three years. He made he was successful in his interim role at USC. Who knows how that may have taken come on? Because he let's just be honest. Patton Hayden is is an elitist, and he didn't like the way Orgeron talked, so he didn't get the he wasn't a fit for USC. And Pat, and you were responsible for your fan base. Listen, I don't care if they're a Martian. If they win 10, 12 games a year, I don't care. Jamie, I would, I want are them. you going to hire the guy at USC that won 10 games at Ole Miss? Go defend that one. I'm not saying the guy's not the greatest football coach in the history of the world. Go try to defend well, that Terry, AD. Right. Pat Hayden put his – you talk about putting your arse on the line. You hire him. We saw what just happened with I-Course. You, when you're the athletic director and you hire the guy, you are married to him. You're a football and basketball coach. You are married to. If they don't succeed, you're out of a job. Listen, 
You fired Charlie, no, because you fired Charlie McClendon because he, essentially because he couldn't get, beat Alabama. Okay, we didn't learn from that lesson, obviously. We went through Stovall. They went through Mike Archer. They went through, hell, Bill Arnspark was one of the greatest coaches, defensive minds in the country. You've been through that. Who have I left out? The guy uh, Les Miles. The guy, that okay. died, the guy that died and never got to coach. You gave Les Miles 10 years. Who was, who was the guy from North You Carolina can't State? at least give Orgeron four or five? No. They're not going to do it. Well, give him three. They're not going to. The, the most delusional fan base in America, you're asking for time from those guys? Well, all I can tell you is, <laughs> you know what, Terry? All I can tell you is all, oh, problems, all problems aren't solved with money. Okay? All problems. I agree. Look at our public education system. You've, they've thrown enough money for those damn things to be an oasis, and we're, it's a bloody mess. LSU fan wants it and both ways. All fan wants it both ways. You can't have You can't have not all problems are solved with money. I'll tell you what you can do and with you, money. I say you, no, I say you ride it, right, wrong, or different. You may make, now, Joe Oliva, he's had more time on the job. You've got a body of work there. The third basketball coach, Jamie. You've got a body of work with Joe Oliva. I say, you know, you know, obviously if he goes, then, of course, Ed Orgeron and that staff is nervous as cats. But to your point, to the way we opened this show, Sean Eichert gone as the AD at Nebraska. Aaron and I are conspiracy theorists, so we're going to throw this out there. Watch for less miles at Nebraska. Bigger question. Bigger, okay. bigger question. Okay. Look who the hire is AD. Very good. Because here's what they're going to do. Again, folks, college presidents hire football and basketball coaches. They have the final say. So the athletic directors get to take the credit in the paper. They get to take the credit in the media or the blame. Equally important, presidents hire those guys. All right? So Nebraska is going to bring in an athletic director. His job, odds are, is going to be to be the gatekeeper and help facilitate the next football coach into Nebraska. Keep an eye out. See who it could be. If it's somebody that has less miles of Asia or somebody that's connected, that's when the conspiracy people start thinking because you talk about a fan base that's wanting to do well. Vote Pelini. Uh, you know, did you make some of the people mad? Sure. Les Miles, I don't think he's ever made anybody mad with his personality, with his community. Uh, you know, maybe that's the fit for him. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're trying to go get the uh, the offensive coordinator from uh, Slippery Rock that averages 40. I don't know. The point being is that the president is going to put in an athletic director, and this is a process. Same thing with Joe Oliva. That's going to be your first scapegoat. I- I'm just telling you. If things go south for LSU, which I think going into the season, they knew it was a good possibility. I think Joe Oliva knows he's going to be the scapegoat. Well, Joe Oliva's got one more year of a million-dollar contract, Jamie. Okay. It's, what, it's what the bottom line is. And, again, the way that he handled the Les Miles situation. And then you look at what he did in basketball. That search was incredibly well done. I mean, it really was. I mean – they vetted people. Now, did they get the right choice? They got what they wanted. The guys made results in recruiting. We'll find out. Uh, actually, John Brady, I saw the other day, John's going to do the uh, the television for LSU. For color for LSU. Fantastic. But the point being, they handled that correctly. The LSU football entire operation in terms of searching for a coach, getting rid of less, bringing in, uh, not bringing in, basically going, oh, who wants it? We're going to give it to or- that was a debacle that I don't know if we've seen uh, on a national level by a premier program 
instance, maybe Texas did with Charlie Strong. And Charlie Strong is a hell of a lot more accomplished than Ed Orgeron ever thought about being. Am I wrong on that? No, I, I think his track record is much better. And that's why you need to, you know, let give Orgeron a chance to, I know, they're not going to do it. I agree with you, by the way. I do agree they should give him a chance. They're not going to do it. So what's the chance? Three years, four years, two years, one year? Uh, if Jay, two years. I, I, candidly, candidly, if they bottom out this year, and when I say bottom out, they win four games, five yeah. games, they will make a move at the end of the year. Wow. That's crazy. Because his, his buyout is not very much. It was set up that way, James. But you got to look at the roster. I mean, we talk, they don't care. We talk ad nauseum about what the problems are. You got to give the guy a chance to recruit and bring in his people. And Boudreaux sitting in the fifteenth row that works for the tire shop doesn't care. You're right. Now he that doesn't that's, care. That's true. And I guess us trying to talk reality to LSU fans is like trying to nail Jello to a wall. Well, that, you know, um, I tell you what you do with your money, and we're gonna go ahead and take a break. I'm gonna tell you the best use of your money is you go get somebody else as a coordinator. You know, let a Randall leave or let uh, Canada. Uh, Canada leave. It take the money that you're going to pay a coordinator and hire a hitman to go to Alabama and take out Saban. That's the best expenditures of your money you could get. And you know what? Then you got a chance. Oh, let's start it. Saban comes back. 65 years old, he comes back as a savior. You're listening. You're I think they seven. will. I think that that would be something. I think even Ed Orgeron goes, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay. all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right. I'll go back to the line. I'll go back to the line. Yeah. You're listening to 97.7 The Edge. This segment is Bob friends, it's Spa DeVille. Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Get them a spa package. If you got a LSU, needed. If you got an LSU fan in your life, you might want to get Better yet, two. go to Spa DeVille while the Syracuse game yeah. is on. 807 1060. Yeah. They may have it on television. They may not. You might not watch. Who knows? Go check but them you out. don't care. Tell them you heard it on 977 <laughs> at the edge. Back in a minute. And welcome back in 977 Lee Edge. It is now my favorite time of the week, Jamie Foxx. Yes? We have uh, the football predictions for okay. the weekend. How much money are we making? Uh, we're not making anything. Okay. But uh, we get to belittle each other, which is really cool. That's a lot of fun. Tabor, you, we got some games. You want in on this one? Shoot. All right, here we go. Tabor, to you. TCU at Oklahoma State. Uh, give me the pokes. Okay. So... TCU OSU. at OSU. Yes, Jamie Fox. TCU at Oklahoma State. I'm going with the cow pokes at home. As much as I hate to agree with you two guys, uh, I think Oklahoma State is legit this year. I don't. Th- I think TCU is good. I don't think they're quite ready. I'm going uh, Oklahoma State as well. All right, uh, to you first this time, Jamie. Uh, Alabama at Vandy. Okay. I'm going to Alabama. <laughs> Stunner. But I'm going... I'm, I'm, I don't know if the line has moved. I think it was 18, 18 and a half. I'm going with Vandy to lose by 17. You're covered, but they cover. They cover. All right. Vandy covers at home. Tabor? Uh, Bama by four touchdowns. Hmm. I, I'm doing it as well. I think uh, Saban is going to have the boys ready. Uh, a couple other interesting ones we're starting to get right here. How about uh, Penn State and Iowa? The fake IDs of college football. I'll go first on this one. Penn State goes in, uh, and I know Iowa's really good at home, especially when they're playing Boy Scout teams and Canadian teams. Uh, I think Penn State goes in and makes a statement. 
for the final four for them, and I think they obliterate the, the fake IDs of college football, which is the Iowa Hawkeyes. You want me to go next or John? Yes, you, okay. Uh, I go with Penn State as well at Iowa City, uh, but I pick Iowa to stay within 10 to 12 points, which is the line. 12 and a half, I think, is the line. I pick Iowa at home to stay within 12 points of the mighty Nittany line. But you're taking Penn State to win. I am taking Penn right. State to win. Tabor? I'm with you, Terry. I like Penn State in a blowout. Barkley goes for 200. Okay, the one, uh, one of the two really big local interest for us, Louisiana Tech and South Carolina. Tabor? I, what's, the well, what's the line at right now? Man, I'm not a big gambler. I want to say it's dropped, maybe, what, maybe 14, 17, something like that. Mm. No, it was eight. It was eight. Remember we had that on the show? It dropped to For eight. For Tech fan, I think it was like eight at one point. Uh, I don't bet the line. Who's going to win the game? Give me, uh, give me Carolina to win, but Tech to cover. All right. Jamie? Jamie's in deep thought here. Yeah, because I know South Carolina doesn't have Debo Samuel, but they are pretty deep. Uh, I, I like the track record of Tech in the past against SEC schools, particularly lately. I'm going to go with South Carolina to win at home. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to say Tech does stay within eight points, though. You know, I'm going to be different than you guys. I'm going Louisiana Tech, and here's can't why. argue with that. No, I think another Sabanite bites it up. Could be. I think uh, Will Muschamp, and I think that that fire turns up on him. I got Tech to kick a field goal and beat him. Okay, in a job, in a game that uh, literally everybody's on fire, in Jerry World in Arlington, Texas, the Arkansas Razorbacks by uh, Brett Belima are playing the Kevin Sumlin-led Aggies of Texas A&M, Jamie. Hogs get well. I'm going with Arkansas on this one. Wow. That would that would certainly turn up the heat. Tabor? Mm, uh, I think somehow, someway, A&M pulls this out and our neighbors to the north go ballistic. I'm really torn in this one. Um, I want, you know, I like can, both. Can we, bring back, can we bring back the tie? Infuriate both fan bases. Uh, I'm going to go with Arkansas. I'm going with Arkansas to win this one. I don't know why, but I am. Uh, A very interesting game. Two two big ones. Uh, This is in the SEC East. Uh, All due respect to Vanderbilt uh, for supremacy thus far in the SEC East. Florida at the University of Kentucky. And, yes, they play football. Jamie Foxx, Florida. Have you been a Kentucky bandwagon guy? for the past year and a half. Do you say that way? Yes. 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 In the upset of the week, the Kentucky Wildcats at home take down the Florida Gators for the first time in 45 years or something like that. But, yes, Kentucky gets it done at home. I don't know why. Florida will probably beat them by four touchdowns. But I'm going with the Wildcats in this one in Lexington. My upset pick is Kentucky beats Florida. I don't think At Florida home. could score four touchdowns in a game where there wasn't any defense. I hope there. to hell they can. But anyway. I'm, I'm going Kentucky as well. Are you? Hey, give me some Wildcat love, baby. Show me some magic. John Tabor, what do you got? Uh, give me the Gators. Yeah, I, that's probably the right pick, but 
My heart tells me Kentucky. My head tells me Florida. Okay. Uh, Nick Brown said, by the way, Iowa wins the Penn State game. He could be very well correct. We have about, I have about two or three more. I think I, yeah, well, let's go, uh, let's go, uh, la 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 ULM. Okay, let's go with that one. Neighbor, what do you got? The, the Cajuns or the Warhawks? Talon's out, baby. I'm going with the Hawks. Uh, Recent history doesn't suggest this, but I'm going with, with ULM to finally break that skid. Right, let's make it a trifecta, five. Fellas, I'm going ULM as well because, again, uh, the Cajun defense, if you put them against the Saints defense, uh, both of them are equally inept at different levels. I, I and I'm thinking that, um, uh, ULM, real quick, yeah, ULM I, wins a shootout. I think that um, Jake had mentioned this morning, 312 yards a game rushing offense ULLLL's given up last in the nation. Well, we hope. First of the nation, if you look at the other way. All right, the biggest game, I think, uh, which is a really intriguing, the last one we're going to do, we've got a couple texts to read before we get out of here, uh, is Mississippi State for real? Can they deal with success? Is it going to take on yet another Sabanite coordinator that's become a head coach? Kirby Smart in Georgia between the hedges and a little rumblings in Georgia. Can Dan Mullet? Pull another, and I, this is not even an upset if he wins. Can Dan Mullen and Mississippi State continue the magic? John Tabor. I'm taking the Bulldogs. Ooh, they're both Bulldogs. So which one? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Give me the Cowbell. I'm, I'm a believer. Jamie? You know what? Uh, big, ugly, nasty. Filthy. We're not talking about your dates. We're talking about a football game. That would be Mississippi State then. I'm going with the Bulldogs uh, of Mississippi State. I, I agree with you. I've seen enough. Uh, that is a darn good football team. Georgia is too, but they got a freshman quarterback, Jake Fromm, at the controls. I think Mississippi State makes a statement by going into Athens and beating the hometown Bulldogs. Not by much, but by enough. I just, I'm going to agree with you guys again. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, I just particularly enjoy, I think we've we've uh, identified a trend in Sabanite Nation losing games. And so, yeah, I'm going with Mississippi State to go in and beat Georgia by two touchdowns. I say they distance themselves from Georgia. A couple texts to read before we get out of here. Uh, you know, going back to our uh, Mullins, all that kind of stuff going on. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Richie and Bienville said, yeah, let's hire Dave Aranda's head coach, who's just as much as fault for Mississippi State beating out his horse rod. Maybe more people need to slow down. Steve says it seems the better formula to hire offensive coordinator, and then he appoints defensive coordinator. Uh, conversely, look to South Carolina, Texas. Uh, uh, what is Coach O more associated with? Not absolute, but it seems to work way more times than not. Aliba is the one who should be fired last year, but since he wasn't, he should be the first guy to go this year instead of Coach O. I think, Steve, that's going to happen. Uh, Larry Monroe, people thought that it had to be a great hire, but it didn't. There were many possibilities. That's not a guarantee of hires if Tom Herman or Jimbo would have made things better overnight. It takes time to win. It's rough for all coaches in the SEC with a successful statement. Since people say fire Ed Horshaw already because some say uh, they could have done better picking a coach. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a super rock star hire. Here are two people, uh, Gary Patterson, outstanding choice, or Chris Kleiman of North Dakota State. Not as much. 
Uh, to me, I think he's done a great job in North Dakota State. I think he's out of his element and out of his He has no here. connections in the South. Yeah, I, I, uh, Gary Patterson. Good coach, uh, Coaching. And, I uh, think Patterson, I think the pulse was, was, was weighed on Patterson. He I had think the same he, agent as Les Miles. But he has a better situation, honestly, as far as job security. Yes. At TCU, why would he? He's been there, what, 10 or 12 years now, succeeded Pat Sullivan, built that thing up. Why would Gary Pat? I, w- I wouldn't leave TCU. He left Francione is who he succeeded. Francione, that's yeah, right. I'm Francione, sorry. who went to Texas A&M and flamed out. And, and flamed out at Texas State, but was was a huge success at Alabama. Yeah. So, Still anyway. Here. Fire everybody. That's what, the, that's, that's what we're going to read. Maybe that's our show. what they need is Francione. Fire does. everybody. Maybe bring back what? Francione. Tell me what, you know, Kramer and I have in the morning, we got high school football rewind. Yep. Uh, Tommy Thar has agreed to come on the show in the morning. Why? I don't know. <laughs> We couldn't get anybody else. Okay. Uh, it should no, be, inter- be entertaining. Fun. It's always fun to get top on. Uh, but that'll be 10 to 11 in the morning. Make sure you guys stay tuned for that on 97.7. You got uh, you and uh, DJ Dave yes. have high school football game night tonight at, what, 5 o'clock? Uh, 5 to 6. Uh, Sean and I go on at 3 to 5. And then big, uh, DJ Dave, Big Dave Robinson comes on from 5 to 6. We just kind of highlight, preview. Uh, the high school scene, week four in uh, the LHSA ranks, and I think week five in the MAIS and eight-man or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we do that for just a brief period of time. Interesting game tonight, Terry. I, I think I'd love to see if I could get out to it. Uh, Noxaby County, Mississippi comes to West Virginia. Really? For, uh, what, what Noxaby County, Mississippi is Macon. And let me tell you something. It is, there's not a lot to Macon, but Where's, is that northeast? No, it's over there close to the Alabama state line. It's, North uh, the Starkville area. No, it's south, south of Meridian. 